and welcome to YHTV's Trinity of Life. This is episode 21. I'm Christina Suzama, your host for this program. Thank you so much for joining me as I continue to explore this wonderful world of healing arts, meditation, therapies, and many other modalities of helping each of us find balance in our individual journeys. We are always excited to meet those of you who are on the leading edge of creating change on this planet and those who will inspire others to make those life changes. You know, it's summertime, and most of our kids are out enjoying their summer holidays. I say most because, you know, here in the U.S. and different parts of the world, there are, you know, school systems that run all year round. Well, during these holidays, you know, parents are trying to find things for their kids to do, and or caregivers are, are trying to find things for the kids to do, and and really, you know, they grow and learn so quickly and they get bored so fast <laughs> as they are, of course, either sitting at home and, and we don't, well, some of us don't like to plunk them in front of the computer or the television for long hours. You know, so we try to think of what to do and how to prepare them too for, you know, for their journey in life. And, and everything we might want to do is, you know, I, I feel parents are getting a little more aware. We're, we're trying to find things that are that will make and create that foundation for them. Well, here today, which we're so honored to have with us as usual, is one of our Yoga Hub faculty members from our Virtual World Yoga Meditation Conference. And she has spoken for us two years in a row. She is an amazing individual, a yoga instructor, and uh, you know, teaching creative dance for 30 years uh, to people of all ages. Um, her name is Rosemary Todd Clough. Uh, she has this wonderful approach of teaching people of all ages, being a caregiver to her elderly mother, who has just, bless her heart, taken her transition this year. And uh, also, she holds certifications from a number of schools and continues to teach all different forms. Now, the one thing that we've brought her in to speak with us on is her Creative Kids Yoga, whom she is the founder of and the creator of. It is quite magnificent, and it is so timely for us to bring her in to share with you our parents, our teachers, uh, who are joining us for our shows, um, to explore what it is that she helps us to pass on to our children. It gives me great honor and pleasure to introduce you all to Rosemary Todd Clough. Hello, Rosemary. Hello, Christina. I'm delighted to be with you today. Yay! We're so excited to have you on the show. We missed you so much at the third virtual conference. And it's well, just great to just squeeze you in here before the next one comes along. Well, thank you. And I'm uh, really looking forward to that one as well as to sharing with you today any number of things that I can tell you about Creative Kids Yoga. Great. So, do you have any um, specific questions you would like to ask me? Yeah, I would just love to. To I think, first of all, if you would like to tell our audience what compelled you to create the Creative Kids Yoga, that would be a good place to start. Well, first of all, I had started out as a dancer 
all of my life I have danced. And then in um, the mid-80s, I decided to go to the Kripalu Center for Yoga and Health and do my yoga teacher training long before anybody was interested in uh, yoga to speak of. So what I began to do, I realized that there was a great blend between yoga and dance. And I began playing with that because I had the background now in both. And by exploring that through the years, it really has made a real synergy. And I created this program called Creative Kids Yoga. My granddaughters lived with me and their, their mother did also for seven years. And wow. the youngest one is the one who created the name, Creative Kids Yoga. And uh, she's quite a special little being. So she said that you just need to create your own rainbow when you take her grandmother's course. That's what oh, she said. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. So she's, she's, uh, she's very special, as both of them are. But uh, then what happened is I had always used, you know, little carpet squares uh, to delineate where children could move to. And those got slippery and they just weren't working well. So I began looking at the idea of yoga mats and found that I could get these yoga dots um, manufactured and they come in numerous colors, you know, mm. red, orange, lavender, yellow, purple, blue, light blue, green, and pink. <laughs> we have many wonderful colors. And actually, there's a um, another green that we have in here, too. But what was so much fun is I began trying to use yoga mats with kids, and I realized that the kids were not going to stay on the mat. I had several <laughs> little boys want to roll themselves up in the mat. Mats are cumbersome to carry. And so the yoga dots became a real source of fun, creativity, inspiration, and exploration for the kids as well as for me. I mm. also, uh, so after I decided to create these, I made sure that they were a quarter inch thick, and then I had them manufactured uh, and trademarked and registered as well as my Creative Kids Yoga, so that those are very special to me. So what happened is uh, not only did I find them being used for children, but I had a friend who was in the theater, and she had to figure out she had to be 10 different lampshades. So she went around and put the dots down and put herself on the dots for each lampshade that she had to be. Another woman. <laughs> yeah. I, a lampshade? A lampshade. That was what she was in the play. I have no idea beyond oh. that. But then another woman just recently wrote me, um, and she had said that she teaches in a senior center with people mm. who have um, dementia and Alzheimer's. And one of the things that they could remember was the bright colored dots that they could yeah. sit on. And so that meant something to them, you know, based in their old memory bank. So that was really, Great. that was fun. So they've been used for all ages. And um, you can put yoga, yoga cards underneath them. You can put them in different shapes around the room. They're, they're all free of any of the nasty stuff that is in, um, you know, so many things that are produced today. Mm -hmm. And they're lots of fun. And they, as I say, they won't hurt anybody. So 
that's how I got started with those. And they've been selling all over the world. I've been selling them in Australia. A lot of them have gone to Australia. And you can check it out on my website, um, www.creativekidsyoga.com. Go to gallery and you can see the yoga dots in use. And also there's another woman in Australia and she's over the moon yoga studio and you can see how she is using my dots but i've sold them in europe and all over the place and it's really fun to see who's going to be next that's wonderful so it started out basically with you working with your grandchildren and playing right and uh you cutting up pieces of carpet and then from one thing it led to the next and and you came up with this Creative Kids Yoga, and it's also a certified course. That's what I also understand, yes? That's right. It is. It comes in. And actually, I have been teaching for well over 30 years. So I was working with children, and my grandchildren were taking my classes as well. So that that helped to add to the um, synergy of everything. Mm -hmm. But yes, the course, and I just completed a level one teacher training at the Kripalu Center for yoga and health in Lenox, Mass. And that was a five-day training. And people do get certified after the first level. Also, there will be another level coming up that they can be um, take part in. And that one will be in November. Mm-hmm. And then there will be another one for a level three. And all three are certification. Oh, level uh, three as well? I thought you only had level yeah. one and two. Wow. No, we have three. Mm-hmm. And the the last one is um, a lot more of the intro introspection, you know, introspection so that each of them can really see where they are, come up with an individual direction that they want to go to, look at how to you know, take it into the world and be really effective. Mm. So you can choose to take one or all three, but the, th- uh, the three equal a 200-hour certification. And, and this is a 200-hour certification through which organization? It's through, it's through my, the Creative Kids Yoga. I see, and okay. And, and it also, um, you can get CEUs for this, but each state is different in terms of how they deal with CEUs. So I, um, you know, you never know until someone makes a request, mm-hmm. but we definitely are. And we're, I'm looking to expand this even more because I am so concerned about kids today being plugged into technology. And when I heard the latest that, um, they somebody had created a cover for the iPad and the iPhone for babies to chew on when they're teething. I knew that I really had to work harder <laughs> to get this out because we're missing a very important part of our brain development. If we're only dealing in the left hemisphere, then we need to really um, look at the right. And kids are frozen from the neck down if they're only dealing with the left hemisphere because the right hemisphere is where all of the emotional, the creative, the inspirational, the compassion, the connecting with other, connecting with nature lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's very interesting. It's almost like I've seen both begin to happen where um, I, I've seen I think there's a lot of parents who are concerned these days because of the computer age, because of technology. Uh, you know, being a parent of a young child myself, I hear a lot of the conversations, but I also understand here in California, 
the, they're very um, they're, they're sort of a, a little bit more sort of on the front lines of creating certain change into the health and, and wellness side. You know, the yoga is very big here. Um, you know, holistic uh, medicine or integrative medicine is very, I mean, basically it's, it's, it started here many years ago mm -hmm. already. Right. So I, I do believe like some of the schools that they have, um, it's all about play. Some of them here right. is all about play. I mean, there is, you know, the ABCs, the one, two, threes, they don't even come in to being until they're about five years old. Everything is about playing, about getting dirty and messy and things like that, um, which, you know, to me, it's all about balance, you know, it's finding that balance right. of, of what works for each child, too. Um, and uh, but it is kind of interesting where when we have the the manufacturing world that is, of course, <laughs> you know, wanting to to get a cut of the action, so to say, and designing something for iPhones and iPads for babies to chew on. It's like they shouldn't be chewing on stuff like that, period. No, no, <laughs> you know, they do no, have teething just, rings still. <laughs> I know. I know. No, and we have to accept uh, the fact that technology is here to stay, but it's how to harness it. Mm -hmm. Because harnessing it and bringing it into balance, as you said, is key in terms of how we're going to move forward and how these next generations are going to live a healthier life. Now, we're on, I'm on the East Coast, and there is still the question of teaching to the test in mm, schools. Yes. And what, what my, my concern is, is that teachers are getting frustrated. They're feeling that they can't focus on many of the things that they'd like to play with. So what I'm working with now, and I'm working with different teachers, talking to them about where they feel they might be able to use some of the creative kids yoga work in there and work and play in, in the mm -hmm. classroom and seamlessly integrate that. So this is what I feel is really important so that the teachers and the kids are going to have much more fun with the fact that they still have the teaching to the test hanging over their heads, but they can seamlessly bring some of this other creative element using the, the dots between the desk, uh, using them uh, to sit on, using them to create patterns very simply. And it can only take about five minutes. You can use them to teach math. Mm -hmm. You can use them to teach science. You can use them to teach English you know, spelling words and that sort of thing by integrating the body, having them stand on a dot, spelling the the word out. And they have fun. And I always have fun with teachers when they've gone through the experience of this. And then they get very excited. And that's what we want. Right. Right. That's yeah. great. Um, so, so have you been able to yourself go to the school systems and actually teach the Creative Kids Yoga? I have done some, not enough, and some of it is because the school systems aren't always open mm -hmm. to this. And, you know, the superintendents are under pressure from the federal regulations and the state regulations about where their school is going to show up. So that's what I'm working on, doing more of. And particularly when there are teachers who've done the training who can go to their principals, their superintendents. Uh, and we are doing an intro, which is only a four-hour training. That will be in uh, August 4th here in, in our city. 
of Merrimack, New Hampshire. And that is going to be a lot of the people are coming are teachers. Mm. So the more they go into the school Mm. and speak about this, the more that we are going to be able to show them how important it is. Mm -hmm. Because recesses are being taken away from young children as well. And, you know, they, as you just said earlier, they need so much play, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. much harnessing, playing, creating, problem solving in the dirt and with each other um, to, you know, to learn how to live in the world more effectively. I mean, it's, it's, well, when you think of it, even in adulthood, when we are working and we're, we're plugged in, (laughs) some of us are plugged in all day and don't have the luxury, I call it, of, you know, in, in the physical realm of uh, business or working, um, to take that moment away from the desk. And I, I think it's, it's very much so in China, even with the factories, with the, with the labor as well, they have to have like their 15 minutes, I don't know how many times a day, where everything stops and everybody goes into the courtyard and does Tai Chi or does a certain exercise to get all the energies and chi moving in the body again before right. they go back into the factory to work. And I mean, how civilized is that? <laughs> right, 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 right. No, that's that's much more. And I also teach adults yoga so that what happens is I teach them how they can do these things at work. Mm-hmm. Just sitting at their desk, doing little breathing exercises, feel their feet on the floor, you know, notice that they're they're living in a body, that they're not totally living in a head. <laughs> and um, that, you know, you want to try to bring both, as we said earlier, both sides of the body and the brain into balance. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, So during, can you tell us a little bit about the different levels of your Creative Kids Yoga therapy? Right, the training. The training. Um, yeah, the Creative Kids Yoga. Well, the first level, we have a manual. And um, it's a, it keeps expanding because every time I do a mm-hmm. training, it evolves. <laughs> And um, it's really, it, that's kind of fun. Now, uh, now, the training is with no children, right? It's just with no the children except teacher or what, the parents. Yeah, t- I'm teaching teachers, caregivers, healthcare providers, mm. social workers, um, occupational therapists, physical therapists, you name it. Anyone dealing with children will benefit from this training. Mm. Most of all, we can hand out curriculum to anybody. And I can give you, you know, 36 lesson plans, but executing it is key. And if you don't get inside here, inside your own self, understand, and I hesitate to use the word inner child, but it is true that that's what we need to connect with. I hesitate because it it has been overused. But um, really connect in here to the feeling center, to how it is to be in your body, Uh, mind and spirit, Mm -hmm. then um, you can take those lessons and you can be much more creative. You don't have to execute them just the way that they're given. So this is what what I'm really um, concerned with. I just finished a training at the Kripalu Center in early July. And I had one woman who is a um, first grade teacher in the inner city of Boston. And she said, 
uh, she looked at me after we'd been together for a day or so, and she's a lovely woman, and she said, oh, Rosemary, I've been doing it all wrong. I've been really giving these kids things that are not developmentally appropriate, mm -hmm. and I feel so badly. And so I think that that's, that's key to get everything we do is developmentally appropriate. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what I love about this work is it can embrace all. You just, you, when you're working with a two or three or four or five-year-old, you're going to language it differently. You're also going to um, be a little less cumbersome in terms of wording and detail. And when they get older, there's more detail and attention to, you know, how you feel in your body, talking about things that are developmentally appropriate. Mm -hmm. We do mm -hmm. things like um, sin canes that are, they, we relate it to the school. And sin canes are like poems uh, that they learn in about third or fourth grade. And mm. we put that into our body. And, you know, because there's so many, so that's what we work with in the first level. We work with all kinds of props, scarves, the yoga dots, of course, are key. Um, we work with yoga cards. We hide them under the dots. Um, there, these yoga dots can be just transported so easily. You can just put them under your arm and away you go. Um, we work with patterns. We work with songs, with rhyme. Everything that's related to school, math concepts. So that's the first level. Mm -hmm. The second level is we concentrate on the multiple intelligences and how children learn. Because in a lot of the work, and then we also use some of the chakra system, mm. which is the, it's actually through Anadea Judith, Judith's work. And I know Anadea Judith and Celine Vega, they work together beautifully. And I feel that their work really speaks to the development of children mm. all the way up through adulthood. So um, that's what we concentrate on. Then we use activities that go with that. And the third, and we and between eat the first and the second level, there is homework and our playwork, however you want to call it. We want to really have people observe schools, observe teachers. What's going on in um, a classroom? If you can just go in, can you see ways that this teacher could use um, some of the creative kids yoga approach into the learning mm -hmm. so that this is giving them more to work with? And they're invited to make lesson plans. Um, they have to create stories and this side of thing. And then in the, after this level two to level three, there's also some more work. Um, there's a great book that we recommend written by um, Dr. Stuart Brown. And it's actually the title is simply Play. Mm -hmm. And there's another one by Dr. John Rady, R-A-T-E-Y. And that's also about the importance of integrating the body into all learning. And there have been studies done from his work. The third level, we produce a video. They each have to come with a video. And then mm -hmm. we will talk about how we can support them, ideas that might help them to um, create something a little fuller in the program, in their own program, teaching program, any questions they have. We talk a lot about business, mm -hmm. too. But each person, it depends on the size of the group, but each person if you're um, has to produce a bit video and if you're in a smaller group, uh, usually we have I have one of my trained teachers sitting um, and organizing um, each group so that we keep things on task and on time. And then uh, we bring all that together and we hope 
always to have further education for them after that and have um, keep the ball rolling because more than anything, what I didn't have, and I just, I was flying by the seat of my pants. I've, when I was in college, I created a program. I knew that movement was important to me. And I had a professor who said, yes, it is. And so I wrote my whole thesis on movement in the classroom. I didn't know where I was going. She didn't know where I was going, but I knew it was something that was important to me. And so I, it just began evolving and I had no one to help me. So I am passionate and about staying tuned in with everybody because today I think we need it more than ever to help have people know I'm always here. I and my team are always here to support them and we stay tuned with, you know, email and that sort of thing as well. So, Rosemary, uh, coming back to your level three, where you said that you, uh, the people are expected to create a video. Now, is that um, like when they're on their own time before they come into the class so that you can critique it? That's right. And so this video is of the group or whatever that they're teaching at that time? Right, wherever they are located, you know, mm-hmm. if they're in Canada or if they're in California or wherever they're located, wherever the and then we have the training um, at a specific place, mm-hmm. and that when we when they come, they bring their video, and then we share that with um, the group, and then that's the way we critique it. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's that's been very helpful. I know they get panicked when they have to do it, but once mm-hmm. they've done it, they they tell me this has just been life changing for them in terms of their teaching and it's been so helpful because they can look at things a little differently mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. yep and we can also learn from them and we learn from each other in that process oh absolutely i mean it's yeah. every day in life right <laughs> that's right that's right and that's and how a some... child learns i mean even though we get right. older there is no difference is there no, there isn't. And we just, we, I'm, I'm always finding things we can create with. Um, last week I was at a camp and we created rain sticks with hammers and nails and with six and seven year olds, they loved it. I mean, they could not have uh, enjoyed it more. They, what happened is I told them these were not something you hit your brothers and sisters over the head with. I said, we talked about respect and then we talked about the sounds they made and each idea. And so they really began to learn, you know, how to take care of this. Mm-hmm. This just wasn't some toy you banged around. But there there was something they had made, made it very special. And then how they would share it with others in a very special way. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So, yeah. so you were working with a group specifically for their, like their summer camp. Yes, the summer camp at a beautiful nature preserve last mm. week. It's heaven. It's one of the most heavenly places I get to work in the year. And, um, and you know, we are outside. We even found little sticks with the Indian Indian toothbrushes oh. that you can chew on, and that's the way they um, brush like their teeth. Is that like licorice root? The which? Is it like a licorice root? No, no, it tastes like peppermint, Ooh. and it's made from one of the, uh, a birch tree of some sort, a birch birch bark. I I don't have that name exactly, but it's it tastes very um, minty, mm. and so the kids get to do that. We get to build nature houses, and I feel like all learning could benefit from this kind of experience 
you know, during their school year. Oh, absolutely. Because they're still yeah. learning and absorbing and, and learning what, you know, the planet itself has to gift us back right. and not just, right. you know, right. what is in the store or store bought. You know, well, another thing that we did, and we were not sure, my assistant and I were not sure how to handle this, but we saw a wonderful um, thing uh, happening in nature. We saw a snake and it had gotten hold of a toad and it was gradually trying to bring it back into its lair. Well, um, we, you know, we watched this and already the toad had been maimed, but we talked about this is the way nature works. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, and we, the kids talked about, well, we all, everyone needs food. And this is how, you know, the snake gets its food. Well, unfortunately, an, an adult came along mm -hmm. and got panicked seeing this process and pulled the toad and the snake away. And I just went, oh, I went like this, oh, you know, because it was, mm -hmm. um, it just felt like we were really inter interrupting a very natural cycle. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, that adult shouldn't be around the nature school, should they? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because the kids handled it really well. And, we, you know, we, of course, we talked to the parents. And we I made sure that they felt comfortable with it, that there mm -hmm. wasn't any fear or concern for themselves. And, mm -hmm. you know, they were safe and that sort of thing. Yeah, isn't it interesting? And I, I watch this a lot where it's, um, and I recall even as a child, a lot of my fears were brought on not from me, but from right. the reaction of the adults around me who told Absolutely. me, oh, I can't do this and this is too dangerous and that's, you know. And some things were just not about danger, but so much right. fear was created as opposed to the allowing, you know, of course, if it, if it truly is dangerous or detrimental, then of course we pull back, you know, as parents. But right. I think there is that fine line where the experience is so much more important and the realization, you know, that's why you don't want to go walking in the bushes because if the snakes are hungry and you start to bother and stray off the path, they might mistaken you. <laughs> you know? right, it's like keep right, on the path. Right, right. This is what well, happens. You, yeah. You learn how to respect yes. nature and, and its process. And um, we had um, a, a just a great time sharing these things with parents, too. And the mm. kids created stories, and we acted the stories out. Oh, and wonderful. I, I get to teach in a beautiful old barn. Mm. So it's fun because we can go upstairs and pretend we're whatever upstairs and a witch or a or a bear, they had a frozen bear that got turned into gold and all of that sort of thing. And, um, and I always listened to their story and then just tra transcribed. So that w the way I work with children is it's not about me being powered over them because if I'm going to be, that's so much of the way the world runs today yes. is that, you know, we have the corporations and politics and that's kind of over us rather than working with us. And I feel very strongly that we want to show respect for each other and that children can learn if you treat them in a way that's respectful. Mm -hmm. And always, even their, if their ideas may be out in left field, you just always say that's very interesting rather than shutting them off because I remember getting shut off as mm -hmm. a child. So I really want this to be a very special, special training. And as I say, I have a lot more to go out there. 
Uh, so, Rosemary, you had uh, taught at Kapalu, and um, how did that go? We had an incredibly rich, wonderful week, and one of the students I had at the end of the week came up to me, and she said, Rosemary, this program is right up there as one of the top three things of my life. Mm. The first being my wedding, the second being the birth of my little girl, and now this. She said it's really been life-changing. So that really touched me very deeply. Mm. And um, anything like that helps me to move forward with more compassion, more passion, more play, and determination to really move people into a space of feeling the way that she did mm, that's you know that's really uh, yeah that is important. a beautiful testimonial really yeah yeah I think so too and uh, I feel like these the people who come are always so interested and concerned about children mm-hmm. and they want they want the best for them and I saw something today uh, that Deepak Chopra had uh, spoken about, you know, he's now got a, a, uh, what is it? A daily news or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but he was talking about the Colorado shootings. Mm -hmm. And he said, what we have to do is instead of just going, Oh, wasn't it awful? Wasn't it awful? We need to start being, um, working on, doing one kind deed a day at least and just do it from our hearts and make a motivated um, effort, a supreme effort to get out there and find a way to develop more compassion. Because if we just sit back and say it's awful, that's what we're doing. We're not doing anything proactive in the world. And that's what I want for these kids. That's where I, I fit in. I feel very strongly that as I say, we can all do curriculum, but if we don't do it from that place of depth and compassion and mm-hmm. real true meaning from deep inside, it doesn't have the same um, connection with the children or whoever we are trying to reach. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a very, very good point. I, I'm so glad that he said that because, you know, it's that one thing. <laughs> it's not so hard, is it? Like, no, it isn't. It isn't. And uh, I th- I think that we get bogged down. I think teachers, I think parents get bogged down by, as my grandmother used to say, the dailiness of living. And um, rather than embrace it and find moments, and it doesn't have to be a lot, but I think because we're so bogged down, we think that any change is going to be a lot rather than saying, oh, I could do a little something here. And it's opening up the creative avenues mm-hmm. to um, to change and moving forward in a positive, healthy way. Mm, that's wonderful, really wonderful. Um, so, Rosemary, your Creative Kids Yoga, that training, um, mainly you, you teach it at Kapalu, you teach it at your own studio. Um, have you yes. traveled to other countries to teach this as well? I have been, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I haven't taught as much outside of the country as I would like because part of it is that I've had the care of my mother and it would be how many caregivers can I um, get? And, you know, I have to, I've always wanted to consider them, but I'm ready now. 
Mm-hmm. And I have been, um, and I've been around, you know, this country too and taught, um, and in schools locally in Massachusetts. And I'm going to be doing a level one in Connecticut this fall. And I'm looking to how can I book more trainings mm-hmm. out there uh, for people. So I'm, I'm just open and ready to go. Wonderful, wonderful, because um, I do believe what what you're doing right now, which is, uh, you know, bringing, it's not just wonderful for the children, I I do believe, and I have not experienced your your trainings yet, (laughs) yet, can you hear that, (laughs) yet? (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. But um, I I do believe that it's so valuable for us adults as individuals, because tapping into that Let's, okay, let's avoid inner child, but tapping in to ourselves and our innermost being of bringing back the play in our life. You know, I, yes. I, I think yeah. that is what's important. I mean, yes, uh, the, the technology and everything help, makes us move really fast. We don't stop to smell the roses. And that's what, that's right. what every right. day we go, uh, we as a family go on a morning walk every day before I take my son to school and it's over a mile. And every day, as the roses are blooming, because we're in California, <laughs> you know, yeah, it blooms that's sort of right. all year, right? Um, we stop to smell the roses or pick the flowers that have fallen to the ground and things like that, because it's it's really where is that? Where is that honoring of what it, there is out there? I I do believe that um, you know I see people who even live in not right in the middle of L.A. but in the little urban areas as well and. Again, you know they're they're stuck in their iPad, stuck in their phone. Nobody looks up to even cross the street anymore. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, wait and, a minute, you know how much you're missing all around you? The hummingbirds are right. going, the birds are flying. You know, the squirrels are right. crossing the the power lines. You know, right, right. I I totally agree with you, and um, and I feel like if I'm out jogging or taking a walk, mm-hmm. I see people with headsets, and I go. Why? Um, you know, why not, just as you said, embrace what's around you and connect with it all. Yes, it is so much richer and more alive. And also, um, another person who I work very closely with is, um, and Sandy has been on your program, mm, Sandy Boff. Sandy Boff. And we, yes. dove, yeah, we dovetail very nicely because she has a wonderful book which has a lot of my creative kids yoga in it because she's taken the training and it's called creating the peaceable classroom. So we work very closely together and, um, that, that supports the program too. And she assists me when I'm at Kripalu, mm-hmm. um, which is fun as well. But I think the thing that I feel is, is makes life um, so much easier for teacher are these yoga dots. Mm, I, yes. I just love them. And they, um, they're simple. You don't have to roll out a mat. You just put them on the ground and you can stand up and in five minutes get refreshed and away you go. Well, I have to, I have so. to say something about your yoga dots. Um, last week, you know, the ABC show uh, uh, in New York City had contacted us for your yoga dots. And we shipped them out there. And what's really interesting is we just received another order of those yoga dots. And you know what they're using them for, Rosemary? No. What are they using them for? Stage markers. They're putting Stage what? Markers. 
where, so that their guests know where they need to be on stage. So are they are they going to do any more with them? I I hope so. I think we should contact them and let them know that there is more to them. Anytime they they have a health and fit, a health and wellness show, that they should actually introduce them <laughs> as more yeah, than just this is markers. But it's more like, than just markers, yes, right? For but good, how for, and this interesting, as you said, people are using them for so many different things. You know, they're already yeah. cut in these beautiful circles, these beautiful colors. People with dementia, you know, seniors, and I can see them on chairs because it softens some chairs so that, you know, it's easy to sit on. Um, I mean, right. it's so wonderful that people are finding different ways to use your yoga dots. It is. And um, I think this whole thing with Good Morning America, I would love to have them see the variety of ways that they use it, oh, use yes. the dots. And rather than, you know, just use them to, to, I mean, it's great that they're using them that way, but I think they could um, have fun with them too and share it with others, mm, um, share it with the public. Because um, I do think I'm really, I really know that anybody who has, has received them and used them has just found them uh, all that they ever had hoped for in terms of making their teaching easier. You know, they can be in self-space, which is the space when you stand on the dot, but you mm -hmm. also can move around the space, and therefore the chaos in the room is eliminated because you have the focus on the dot. Right. You also can um, use it to do yoga postures. You can do it to, you know, movement sequences in and around the dots. Um, you can, as I say, taught, teach math with them and different reading skills and um, learn uh, spatial relationships, problem solving, all oh. kinds of things. Oh, yeah. so wonderful. Very, very exciting. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Well, you know, Rosemary, thank you so much. I mean, is there, um, is there a new training that's coming up that you would like to announce yeah. to our audience? I would, and if you go to our website, which is creativekidsyoga.com, and that's, you know, creativekids with an S on it, .com, and you can see the trainings that are forthcoming. Uh, there will be more coming up around the level one. We have an introductory four-hour training in August on the 4th. And that's just to give people a taste of what it's about. Then we will have another one coming up in October and uh, hopefully another one in January. That's being negotiated right now. Mm. And I, I believe there, as I said, there is one training in Connecticut. What I find during the school year, it's harder to get people to come for five days because mm -hmm. of their work schedule. So I usually schedule a level one over two weekends, and usually they're um, a month apart. So that the first weekend, it would be from a Friday, they come at 5 to 9, then Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 9 to 3. And that's usually in my studio. Or when I, as I say, when I will be in Connecticut, that's what will be happening there. So do check it out. Stay tuned with our website and um, and all of the. And if you want to be on our email list, all you have to do is 
check on the website and say that that's what you would like to do. And we would love to stay in contact with you. Mm, thank you so much, Rosemary. And I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. And um, don't forget to join us every week on Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and Magical Medical Tour on Tuesdays at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 1.30 Eastern Time. Um, we look forward to having you with us here on yogahub.tv. Um, and, of course, uh, you can contact us through yogahub.com. And I would love to... Um, hear of your stories and of your feedback. Please be open to commenting on our shows as um, I'm sure Rosemary would love to be able to answer your any comments that you might have. Um, if you just scroll down on the screen um, from where the video is showing, you will see there's a comment box. So you can add your comments there, your questions there for Rosemary, and we'll be sure to pass them on to her so that she can answer you and comment in return. Thank you so much, everyone, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. And uh, until then, namaste.